averse from the archetype of mundane order, as set down by Halder, first mason of the unified structure of Zoyat. It has been said by those dogmatic evangelists that there is a divine and just plan set out for this world, that misfortune, suffering, and tragedy are simply all part of the plan, and faith will guide our mortal souls to our true path. This is not true. Even if these deaf gods could hear us well enough to lay down a path that would ultimately bring salvation, vindication, it is obvious a thousand times over that their actual logistical acumen is sorely lacking. Empires rise and fall burning, leaving the common folk to suffer and starve in the meantime. If the gods have a plan, it is not for us, but for them. The answer, clearly, lies in the hands of the mundane. We who exist, who breathe and eat and live and die according to the laws of nature, are the only ones close enough to our lives to correctly chart the requirements. What does a god know of feeding a village, of building a city? Miracles are fleeting and rare. A nation of mortals needs stability. A nation of mortals needs efficiency. A nation of mortals needs structure. Hello, welcome back to Roll Dice and Cry, an actual play podcast where we roll dice and you cry. We will also cry. We will also cry. Uh, today, we are diving back into Dungeon World, which is a, is a game by Adam Coble and Sage Latour, uh, in our, in our On the Shoulders of Giants campaign, the season that we're in right now, obviously. Uh, today, I am joined by three of our party members as the party has split. Uh, joining me today is Sloan. Uh, hi, I'm Sloan. Uh, you can find me at FC on Twitter and Tumblr. Chander? Hey, I'm Chander. You can find me at ChanderClear on Tumblr and Twitter. And Mari Costa. Hi, I'm Mari. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Marinskos and you can read my webcomic. It's called Perrytale.com. It's not called Perrytale.com. .com is just the website. If it was perrytale.com, that'd be some meta shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was on the internet this whole time. <laughs> some Someday I'll tell you about my, my edgy uh, Scooby-Doo comic. And, uh, it's called mystery.ink. Um, oh, anyway. my gosh. He's canceled. We're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah new podcast topic it was because i was really it was re i was really mad about scooby-doo apocalypse which was dc's uh edgy um imprints of the Hanna Barbera universe zach, and i was like no fuck you i can make a better one zach i would appreciate it if you didn't like spoil season two of this podcast for everyone Shit. <laughs> um, by the way i am i am zachary frederickson you can find me on twitter at obfuscating god and you can find the music featured on the show at rolldiceandcry.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can also find us uh, 
by the time we've recorded this, it's been news for a while, but we are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Those are the two places that people can hear us, and we would really appreciate it if you would uh, review us on iTunes, because that helps us in some way. And also, we get to read them, and it makes us feel good. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Live tweets are our lifeblood. It's a funny, funny thing. We love them. Uh, so today we are playing Dungeon World. Uh, as always, our agenda with Dungeon World is to portray a fantastic world, to fill the characters' lives with adventure, and to play to find out what happens. Actually, here's a good thing we should do. It's been a bit uh, since we set our characters' names and classes and stuff. Let's let's just do a little real quick round table. Um, Evelyn, so your character name, your class, your race, and your bonds at this point. Uh, let's start with Sloan. Okay, uh, I am playing Adeline Fleetwood. Uh, she is an elven bard, and my bonds are radiant, is worthy of a ballad. He has protected me, and Tuku. Uh, I sang stories of Tuku long before I ever met them in person, and Zara has no respect for the dangers of magic, so I have no respect for her. Both of those two are away, so we're just here with my good ballad boy. <laughs> and also my alignment mm-hmm. is discover something about a magical mystery. Yes. Um, though you could, uh, if you if you wanted, even though they're not here, if you feel like you've independently sort of like oh, yeah. worked through the the feelings about them, that those bonds. Um, Pretty sure, like Addie's gonna denote. still hate Zara by the end of this. <laughs> That's gonna be oh, something they got to need to work out together. Hate, hate, hate is a strong word. Uh, hate with quotation marks. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, Chander. Um, I play Ford Maphorn, whose real name is Amadeus Linnae. Um, his class is a peer, is Peerless Fighter, which is a modification to the fighter playbook by poorimpulsecontrol.tumblr.com. And that is, uh, Control CTRL. Oh. Yes. Uh, yes. So the other one mm-hmm. goes somewhere uh, else. Probably should have been saying that. <laughs> so instead of a weapon, you get a signature fighting style. And Ford's is called Star Puncher. Because he uses his fists. His uh, alignment is ride or die. Defend your allies. And I think I want to like broaden that to stand up for your allies. Because I feel like it's a cop out if I just, you know, defend every session. (laughs) Defend with your words. But yeah. Not just your actions. Defend with words and deeds. You will be ashamed of your words and deeds. That's a a different thing. That's a meme. Yeah. Oh, and my bonds are Tiyuku owes me her life, whether she admits it or not. Zara, her inventions could be useful to me. I want her to help me get a closer look at the stars. And Radiant, Radiant is wound too tight. I want to get him to let loose. Nice. Cool. Ford was an astronomer <laughs> at one point. So it's like everyone's got bonds with Tiyuku and Zara and then also Radiant. So Ford and Addy are just like... Which is cool. Looking at... Yeah. <laughs> We're just awkwardly standing on opposite sides of the boat. Well, not, not even awkwardly. Like, you're just, like, super n- neutral with each other. Hey, you're tall? Same. What's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> no opinions. I'm green. You're green. Just Radiant and his two best friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, Radiant. Uh, Mari, what are your... Uh, hello, I am Radiant, licensed to kill Ayer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Radiant Ayer. He is a cobalt paladin... His alignment is endanger yourself following the precepts of your church or God. 
Um, his bonds are, Ford is a brave soul. I have much to learn from him. Uh, I respect the beliefs of Adeline, but hope she will someday see the true way. So that's two for two on Radiant's part. And Tiku's misguided behavior endangers your very soul. Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, I need a quest, a new one. You do need a quest. Yes. Uh, do we want, do we want to mention our, our Titan alignments and then we can get into your quest? Sure. Okay. Real quick. You also have Titan alignments, the alignments of the souls that are inhabiting you. If folks didn't, uh, know or realize, I mean, I, I probably did. We talked it to death, but, um, the player characters are reincarnated superheroes from an, a bygone era. Yeah, Radiant got possessed by his Taladin dad. Yeah. It sucks for him. Yeah, and so you, they, the players now have secondary alignments that give them additional uh, an additional alignment. Uh, and if you follow that alignment, I believe you get to clear abilities. Yay! So that's uh, when you, at the end of a session, uh, in addition to, to marking XP. So that's useful, because uh, abilities are going to be something we're playing with a lot in this uh, this season. So, um, so yeah, so do you want to, in this just same order, just knock those out real quick? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I haven't, I think we officially cut this wording down. So, uh, the mm-hmm. second real alignment is get someone else to take on the, I'm going to say task, because. Because <laughs> <laughs> load is a loaded phrase. Yes. <laughs> what I've written down in the yeah. doc is take the load, reword this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's basically it's it's convince others to to perform your tasks yes. or share your burdens yes. or whatever. Oh, share your burdens is way better, but yeah, the vibe. All right. <laughs> Gotta take that nut. <laughs> no, no, no! You're playing radiant. Don't say that. <laughs> You are playing Radiant. You're not wrong. I am playing Radiant. <laughs> Someone was going to say it. That's fair. Um, my character's Titan, Ford's Titan, is Mirage Adventine. And her alignment's a little wordy, but it's um, thoroughly consider everything before making a decision. So the opposite of rush in. Yeah. Useful. And then, uh, Mr. Iyer? Uh, yep. Uh, my titan is Ipathy's, uh, Zelazeri, and his, uh, alignment is deny mercy to a criminal or non-believer. Useful. Oof. Yeah. Not useful. Scary. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Could be be useful, you know, you never know when you're gonna have to deny mercy to a criminal or a non-believer. True. Um, okay, so let's real quick, let's talk about what you're doing today. Um, and going forward, because you, the party is split because there are multiple things across the archipelago that require the attention of the Titans. Uh, Duke and Zara are going off to turn on a communications uplink, which should make it so that at least on Galeria and, uh, between Galeria and the Bastion, you'll be able to communicate with these long range transmitters, which are basically walkie talkies or like video phones. Uh, that are made of water bottles. And so they're often doing that. You have been requested by Ileana Toratora, Lady Bright Eyes, the Koshaki Cirrus, um, who is married to Lady Morgana Deplore, who 
kind of put everything together with the help of, of Nemo and, and everyone else. Uh, and they are currently on the island, which should not be there, at the Titan's Bastion. And Toratora has asked you to go and check out Kiln Near Purple Meadows, which is her hometown, the place that she grew up and the place that she's left years ago, but, you know, keeps in touch with and has had a number of dreams that caused her to worry that something unfortunate is going to befall it soon. Which is bad, because it's almost time for the for the spring festival, which is an important thing in, in, in Zoyat. Is it for, like, a specific celebration, or is it just spring? I think it's just, like, spring, just like, like, renewal. Um, okay. Yeah. Nice. It's, uh, it's the blooming of the meadow. Um, you know, flowers are showing up and stuff. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 kind of a the the goal you've been set out out for. Quest. The quest, yeah. which you have as a as a paladin. Yes. Uh, and you're gonna want to make sure you write that down, put it at the top of your character sheets, so that we don't forget it again. Uh huh. Um, I I didn't forget. <laughs> I just didn't get to use it a lot. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to re- read this again. Um, when you dedicate yourself to a mission through prayer and ritual cleansing, I guess, uh, state what you set out to do. What is the ritual um, cleansing? Sleep. Do you, like, jump into the fishing pond? <laughs> I don't. Maybe he just, like, prepares the fish, mm. like, to be eaten. Oh, like, 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 got you, got you. Yeah, he, like, bones it. Yeah, stuff. got you a snack. Here you go. Like yeah, like takes some um, of the bones and, and cleans it and scales yeah. it, descales it and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um. So slay blank, a great blight on the land. Defend blank from the iniquities that beset them. Discover the truth of blank. Um. Uh, I have to decide this, or do you have to decide this? Yeah, it's you decide it. You state what you set out to do. What are you setting out to do? Hmm. I guess it's defend, uh, what is the town name again? I'm sorry. It's, it's called Kill Near Purple Meadows. Yeah. Defend Kill Near Purple Meadows from the inequities that beset them. Uh, potential threat, monster, whatever it is. Defend. I will defend them. Um, I'm writing it out. It's Kill Near Purple Meadows because uh, it is by a lavender field. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I choose up to two boons. I think I will take, huh? I'll take an unwavering sense of direction to kill near purple meadows. Okay, so you can just find yeah. the if you need to. Yeah, if we have to do a perilous journey, like don't even worry about it. I got it. True, true. I mean, um, that's a straight line direction, though. That's like a compass, right? Mm, yeah, I guess he doesn't know like <laughs> routes and stuff. Yeah, but you know. You can point at it. You at least know if you're going the right way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I do the radiant in the middle of forest like that away. Uh, okay. And um, and I will take. Hmm. Do do they speak like? A, is it relevant that they speak a different language there? Uh, I mean, they might. Uh, I don't know. There's there's probably like a common that is but around among all. Uh, these mm-hmm. archipelagos, because though the the common of this archipelago might be different than the common of other archipelagos, 
Um, right. Okay. No, I'm, I'm sure each each co- country has their own language as well. But since they're so close yeah. together um, and they've like been close together for, well, I guess there's other places that have been close together for thousands of years and haven't really taken the time to learn each other's language. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll save that for later. Um, okay. Voice of Transcends Language. Um, in that case, I'll take a uh, mark of divine authority. Okay. Uh, and what is that mark? Hmm. I think maybe there's like the cello symbol appears on like his palm or something. Ooh, that's cool. Cute. And that's like the, the, like the lightning bolt. Um, I actually drew it a while ago. It's like a, it's like a circle and it's like a cross in a circle, but the cross is a lightning bolt. I will post it somewhere eventually, but it looks oh, kind of okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and the GM will then tell you what valor vows are required of you to maintain your blessing. All right. Awesome. Um, I think a good one for this would be two. Um, being valor. You are forbidden from suffering an evil creature to live. Cool. Cool. Uh huh. And. Ah, oh, shit, I forgot I had what here is evil. Do you have what here is evil? And truth, you are forbidden to lie. Cool. Not allowed to lie. This boy can't say the wrongs. Everybody has never lied in his life. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> never lied, never uh-huh. sinned, never did nothing. <laughs> no. Did, did nothing wrong. Especially never broke a vase or a statue, whatever the fuck that was. Statue. Yeah. All right. So you are at the. Uh, does anybody else have any like pre-game stuff you get? Oh, this, here's one thing yep. I was going to tell y'all. Uh, it's been a month since you since you got here, and I believe you have spent some of your you've each spent some of your time in leisure, your leisure time in study, meditation, or hard practice, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah, that seems like kind of the things that y'all would be doing. So what I what I'll say is that you all have now um, you are bullshit, which is. Uh, when you spend your leisure time in study, meditation, or hard practice, you gain preparation. If you prepare for a week or more, you take one. If you prepare for a month or more, take three. When your prep pays off, you spend one prep for plus one to any roll. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's god. Useful. So that's three hold, or how does yeah. that work? Yeah, basically, you have three prep hold. Uh, you can only spend one prep per roll, though. Okay. <laughs> cowards <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah so you now have um you have three you have three prep that during this you know mission you can go out you can add plus one to a roll uh if you need be because you might need be me we have to like explain why we have this plus one also right yeah it's 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 specifically when your prep when your preparation pays off so mm. That 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 sounds like it's a thing that you should probably have an idea about what it is before you say it. Right. Um, or or you can say it and then it'll be like why and you'd be like yeah because of this <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Shrug emoji. <laughs> All right. So 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 where where do you where where do you see this starting? Are you are you on the boat already or? Are we still on the island? Are we definitely taking the boat? 
How else are you gonna? Go? What else? Yeah, what else are we taking? That's a that's a good point. Put all the robots in the boat. You are on an island. <laughs> oh yeah, we are. Yeah, you're on an you're on an island. We're on. I the, can. You can see the world map there. I can swim. You can. I can swim there. Could you? Can your robot swim? I can hover there. Wait, question, Radiant. Can you swim there? Can you swim from this island to the other islands? No, definitely not. All right. He could probably. Okay, here's the the furthest he could swim is probably from low tide to that tiny island next to Valentina. The top one. This one. Yes. I see. Lotad is so small. I keep forgetting that it's actually got a dot there to represent where it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Useful. I mean, pretty useful, but still a lot farther than where we're at. Yeah. Um, if he takes frequent breaks. <laughs> frequent breaks in the middle of the ocean. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so basically, so... One, robots. Are they in the boat? How large are the robots? Captain, How large is the boat? <laughs> Captain Debonair, please. <laughs> Captain Debonair, listen. listen. Okay. How big are the robots? Well, that's, I mean, we, 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 that's our thing we've we got to talk about, right? They're, they're about 60, 50 feet tall. Yeah, BD is 60, I think. It's big. Yeah. Cardinal Imperium is probably the same size. Mm-hmm. So 60 feet is, is a lot. Mm-hmm. They're also probably heavy. How else are we gonna get them there? Okay, I have a, I have a like a question. Um, uh-huh. Chella is a ocean-based god. Uh huh. And Ipathes is a paladin of Chella, and Beatty is Ipathes' robot. Is there any chance that this robot can walk underwater like a submarine? Well, it's it is watertight because there's water in it that doesn't come out. Yeah. So yeah, that's pressure though. Water pressure. Is there any chance that it can swim? <laughs> Just like, hey, here I go. Oh, uh, Big robot swimming. Um, I mean, that's the funniest muscle image, like breaststroke. <laughs> in the water. Yeah, I mean, like, yes. Uh, can okay, not like walk underwater, but like if we tied it to a rope, like if we anchored it to the to the boat, uh-huh. so it doesn't go like too far deep, but it can still like paddle its way. I don't know, <laughs> just just spitballing here. Yeah. This is all in character. Beatty can hold onto the back of the boat and kick like a kid, like holding like a little <laughs> kickboard, just propel forwards. <laughs> I mean, that might make the, that might make it go faster. Honestly. Yeah, I'll do that. So yeah, so one thing, Flontanium, which is what these robots are made of, because <laughs> Zara got that. She got that. She got in there uh-huh. and she did it. Of course. And it's very important that she did that. Got that hustle. She's on the hustle. Um, Flontanium is lighter than other metals. It is a light metal. It is a. It, the thing is that it's very light, but it's also extremely strong uh, and very adaptable, which is why these robots can exist. Here's my pitch as far as putting the robots on the boat. Uh-huh. I cannot physically imagine how big a boat is. Like, I just can't. I'm like, how big's a boat? Big. If they fit in the boat, uh-huh. and the robots made a special light metal, this is a fit. Well, this, we've had some time on the island, and this is, uh, our fancy world where mechs exist. Could the boat have been, like, reinforced in some way to yeah. handle this? Like, is that not prep that we could have, that could have yeah, been done no, to I the boat? Yeah, I believe in that. Because otherwise, 
how do we get the how do we get the the mechs around? Well, you only need to you only need to take two mechs because Vidi is gonna swim. <laughs> of course. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, among your mechs, I, only one of them is is built for travel. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, and that is the Cardinal Imperium. Uh, that's its special subroutine is that it can travel. Vidi is built for being a very good boy who can do his best. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, the Colonel Imperium, the CE, um, I think Farz is like, I, I can just, I can just float behind the ship. It's not, it's not an issue. It's true. You can float behind the ship. Um, also, I googled mast length, uh, for ships, because I feel like that gets us, you know, um, so, uh, in a 110 gunship of 2,164 tons, the proportions of the main mast were, for the lower mast, 117 feet, uh, with a diameter oh. of 3 feet. Top mast, 70 feet, um, and a- another mast of 35 feet. So... Damn, boats is big. <laughs> this could be a very large boat. It is a large... The Hand in Hand is a big ship. It's a ship that is like, you know, it's a cargo vessel. It does carry things. Oh, this entire time I thought it was just like a small, like a fishing boat, like the size of a fishing boat. I mean, no, no, uh, huh? But it was like a privateer, as if Dario would be seen in a little boat. No, I thought because like when we were describing talking on it, I thought it was like a little cozy, cozy upper deck. <laughs> no, no, it's pretty. It's a big. It is a big boat, and it's it's metal and wood together. Because uh, that's that's how Galeria rolls. Yeah. Oh, here's the exact size that I thought this boat was. Um, the boat from Treasure Planet is the size that I thought this, like, Max. Max is the boat from Treasure Planet. A boat called Max? No, maximum size, the boat from Treasure Planet. I mean, that's a pretty fucking big boat. It's, it was alright. This thing looks big. (laughs) This is like 18 sails. Yeah, but like everything, but like everything was super cramped in there. Yeah, because there was a bunch of them. And they had a lot of stuff, probably. But, like, there wasn't room for a big robot, is what I'm trying to say. Did they never cut... They didn't take the mechs out in Treasure Planet? Are you sure? <laughs> no. I wish. They only had the guy with the robot arm. Um, if only we had our mechanic here so he could dismantle the mechs and then <laughs> put them back together. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right. Next on, next on the ship. Next on the ship. We we going. Move out. We've talked through that the mechs can be on the ship, because the ship is very big. Yes. Okay. Now, who else is on the ship? So, Dara's there because it's her boat. Dara's Great. There Love that. Who else was there? Who else was free? Remind me. Uh, Cal- Calico and Jameson. And you can have one of them. Ooh. I, ooh. What was Jameson's, like, class, for lack of a better word? Uh, his his hireling uh, spread? Yes. His thing. Uh, Jameson points the way. Tall and skinny. Big nose, dark skin with curly black hair. A bit nervous, very determined to justify his presence. Aw, honey. Oh, here's one thing about hirelings. Because all these characters are no hirelings. They all have a cost that you have to um, uh, per- uh, periodically meet. And that cost could be money, or it could be knowledge uncovered, or the thrill of victory. Love. <laughs> um, for Jam- for Jameson points the way that cost is good accomplished. Aww. 
Oh, <laughs> bless. Um, Love him. And he is a tracker five with a burglar three. Ooh. Hmm. So, like, my, my first thought was, like, Calico, because cause he's, he's a catboy. We're going to catboy town. Mm-hmm. I thought that won't be fun. But we already got two fight boys, and I know Calico is a fight boy, so maybe we could bring Jameson? What is Calico's cost? Is it love? Is it money? <laughs> Calico's costs. Uh, Calico's cost is money or money in the thrill of victory. Okay, that tracks. Um, he. I want to bring Jameson. <laughs> Calico specifically has uh, three loyalty with Ford and one loyalty with everyone else. Ha! <laughs> Again, I win. Um, and Calico is a warrior with f- five skill, which means every time you do an attack with him helping you, you do an extra five damage. Oof. Oh, that is actually pretty helpful, huh? And he's a protector of three, which means um, whenever someone attacks you, uh, tries to hit you, and he takes the hit, you get three armor to that hit. But he's not going to be that useful in like a calf battle, right? Because no, the, the size yeah. he can't He can't help in a, in a robot battle. Also, Also, again, I want to get hit. Is the thing. Um, That's true because you've got your lightning, your lightning shield. Yeah, both of them are great. Does does uh, does anyone have any preference? J- Jameson is very cute about his like motivation and stuff, but I don't have like a very very like specific preference. I'm biased towards Calico, but um, Jameson would also be like very useful. Let's flip a coin. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go into roll, roll twenty. I'm gonna roll a one d two. Um, so who's who? One's Calico, two's Jameson. Uh, are you sure you want to leave it up to this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, actually, are we? Uh Everyone good? Um. So okay. So I I prefer Jameson. Um. Chandler prefers Calico. Sloan. Antias. Oh my god! You can't do this to me. No. <laughs> 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 right. Flip the coin, and then I'll tell you if I'm disappointed or not, so we'll know. <laughs> That's Jameson. Oh, uh, I'm not. Can we take Jameson? Yeah, I'm good with that. Jameson's great. So you're taking Daria Debonair, and Jameson points the way. Uh, for the record, Daria, Daria is uh, tracker four, uh, but I'll only have the C. She has, uh, her warrior skill is three, and her minstrel skill is one. Excuse me? <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> what? Minstrel skill. Yeah. She's a, she's got, she's got a pointed minstrel, uh, which is when what a smiling is face, when a smiling face is needed to smooth things over and negotiate a deal, a minstrel is also happy to, it's always happy to hit, lend their service for the proper price. Uh, oh my she, God. She gives you the hero's welcome, uh, ability, which is when you enter a place of food, drink, or entertainment with a minstrel, you will be treated as a friend by everyone present. Unless your actions prove otherwise. Holy shit. You also subtract the minstrel skill from all prices in town. Yes. Oh, shit. So you get minus one, minus one to all. I love Daria. Daria, let's go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so May, May have been a pirate at one point, tall and full of smiles, heavily, heavily tattooed with a bunch of weapons on her and even point. But defaults to a wicked custom boarding axe. Her horns are curved and engraved with inked patterns. Nice. Daria Debonair. Uh, but for the way, uh, her loyalty is too, and her cost is fame and glory. Nice. I love so her. She, she loves that shit. Uh, she's here because she's like, this is sick as hell. Uh, we're going to do some <laughs> cool shit, and people are going to write about us. 
and she wants to be there for that. She, she wants she 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 wants she wants a chapter, not a footnote. That's basically her deal. Uh, so all right. So you're you're. Do we have like any scenes saying goodbye, talking with with Ileana, or do we are we just getting on the boat? I think we could just get on the boat. Like any, I'm sure we say goodbye and stuff, but I like I don't think it's worth like doing a whole thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think at least Radiant hasn't gotten to the point where he's going to be like a tearful goodbye to all his friends. Like we're supposed to see each other again. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Ford maybe like awkwardly punches Calico in the shoulder and then leaves. Aww. Like not, not, not saying anything though, because Ford's not good with people. Nobody told Calico that we decided he should stay on a coin flip. <laughs> no. I like the idea that this happened in character with her, where the three of them were like, "Oh my god, who should we bring?" <laughs> Both of them looking at Adeline, and she's just like, uh, flip a coin. <laughs> Radiant does prefer Jameson, to be fair. Jameson is nice. Yeah, well, because Calico's, Calico's big and scary. <laughs> um, we do have this, we have this, um, shot as, because uh, they do co op, they do see you off from the dock. Um, of, there is Ileana, uh, Ms. Torsworm, Ms. Bredes, with holding on to, Morgana's wheelchair, uh, and Morgana's kind of watching pensively, but like pleasedly. And then on one side is Calico Black with his arms crossed and his armor on and his and his sword on his back. And then on the other side is Nemo, <laughs> who isn't looking at anybody. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> um, Good riddance. Oh wait, no, Nemo might not be here. Nemo's Nemo's going with the Uplink crew. So yeah, so so you're heading off. Uh, you are going along the along the the, the the ocean. So this might be a perilous journey roll. But uh, Adeline, not Adeline, Doria, the other weird girl, is a tracker, a sea tracker, which means that she's a guide. And when a tracker leaves the way, you automatically succeed on any perilous journey of a distance in rations lower than the tracker's skill. Though I guess this is. Still longer than that. I can roll perilous journey. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with yeah. rolling perilous yeah. journey. Let's, let's... If we fail, we get XP, so there's no downside. <laughs> Nothing bad can ever happen to us. Woo. <laughs> okay. What is everyone? It's wisdom. Yes, I'm not misremembering that. It is wisdom. Yes. So let me let me just go over to the perilous journey uh, thing on my physical sheets. Low tech. When you travel through hostile territory, you choose one member of the party to act as a trailblazer, one to scout ahead, and one to be quartermaster. The same character cannot have two jobs. If you don't have enough party members or choose not to assign a job, treat that job as if it had rolled a six. Uh, there you go. Each character with a job to do rolls plus wisdom. On a ten plus, the quartermaster reduces. So those these are going to be slightly different, because obviously you can't scout ahead or trailblaze as much on a ship. Mm. So I think um, that would be Crow's Nest, Navigator, and Quartermaster. I want Crow's Nest. I want Navigator. So I'll love to be in charge of the food. Nice. Um, and so basically, I think we can say that Dari is going to be helping out with this, but a lot of the crew is staying on the Bastion because they've set up the the research stations. Yeah. Mm. Skeleton crew. And they're they're crewing those now. Yeah, so you've got a skeleton crew. So now you actually have to work on the hand-in-hand this time, which you didn't have to do last time. 
So let's 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 write this down right now. Radiant is the lookout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford is the navigator. Mm-hmm. Which you get a plus one for that. Nice. Because uh, you're a uh, background astronomer. Astronomer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Adeline is the quartermaster or galley lord lady. Galley lord. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that that's what it, you eat in the galley, right? Yeah. I was thinking more like, uh, I can't remember what they, not to mention Treasure Plan again, but uh, what is his, he's just like kitchen boy, <laughs> like, go work and go help the cook. <laughs> I mean, essentially, but you know. Nice that they gave me a, a title. <laughs> so yeah, so so everyone can roll. All right. Adeline, Adeline rolled 13. Oh, oh shit. Wow. So she's the best kitchen elf of all time. <laughs> That's the Best kitchen elf of all time. Kitchen elf sounds like a product that exists. Like, oh, there's the elf on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. Nah, that's okay. Okay. Ford rolled an eight. Ford rolled an eight, uh, which is a nine, but that doesn't matter. Uh, Radiant. Um, my turn. Um, Radiant rolled a seven. Nice. It's it's okay that you guys are just good, like, like just like <laughs> adequate at your jobs. Like I know that it's not everyone can be as good as at what they do as I am, but you know. <laughs> All right. So on a ten plus, the uh, navigator reduces the amount of time it takes to reach destination. And so you didn't, unfortunately. Uh, ten plus, the scout will stop any trouble. Will spot any trouble quick enough to let you get the drop on it. No. Didn't do that. But the quartermaster did reduce the number of rations required by one. Yay. So you all get you'll all have one ration left. Nice. Cool. We eat some of the ship rations, it's fine. <laughs> Adeline makes great ship food. Um so the journey the journey is taking eleven days. Or will take eleven days by the end of it. Um here's one thing that happens on this um on this journey, this perilous journey. You get around halfway. It's been four or five days. And Radiant, you think you see something weird on the telescope. Um, you're on the crow's nest. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that How's that feeling for you, being in the crow's nest? It's very <laughs> tall. It is very tall. Um, I don't think he's afraid of heights. Um, I think he's like... He's not afraid of nothing. <laughs> yeah, debatable. Um, I think he's like, he thinks it's cool. Like mm-hmm. he thinks, he thinks it's rad that he's like up uh, so tall and he's looking at everything. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, I can see my house from here. He can't. Um, he just says that every time he gets somewhere tall. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he likes to be tall. Uh, does you, are you like borrowing Ford's, uh, spyglass or do you think Daria has her own or something? Um, will Ford let me borrow his spyglass? Yes. <laughs> but, like... Thanks, buddy. Radiant gets... It's less of a lecture and more Ford just staring Radiant in the eye for maybe five minutes and then being like, don't break it. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, Radiant, um... Uh, yells down. I think, I think I see something. Can I focus uh, the, can I focus the spyglass? 
Like try and look like a little bit, but not better. Not, yeah. Is it like foggy or is it just like No, no, it's like midday. It's like you can see you can see far away. Um it just doesn't it's weird um because it looks like a house. Oh. In the middle of the ocean. Huh. Can I do any kind can I do like a check to see if I can look at it better? Can I make my eyes yeah, better, yeah. please? If you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna, like, take, so you, you've sighted it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you'd like, you could, like, discern realities, take a little I bit would, longer to, like, yes, I would like to try do to that. focus in on it. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, discern realities uh, is wisdom, right? Discern realities is also wisdom. Discern realities is, uh, let me just double check. It's when you closely study a situation or person, which you are doing with this spyglass. Hmm. Okay. That's a five. It's not great. That's a five, everybody. That's not good. Radiant falls off the fucking crow's nest and dies. Oh, no. It doesn't. <laughs> mm. That would be not good. That would be a bad thing to have happen. Yeah. Uh, Mark XP. Yeah. Um, that five. What does that five do? It doesn't necessarily have to do anything. Um, I think, I think, um, yeah, yeah. So you, here's what the five does is that you look back and you focus and you lose the, uh, the thing. <laughs> Why are um, all my failures just like, they all involve me breaking someone else's shit? No, no, you don't, you don't lose the spyglass. Oh, you lose sight. okay. <laughs> you lose, you lose sight of the weird house that was floating in the middle of the ocean. Oh, okay. Um, can I, can I ask how much Radiant thought that maybe Ch- uh, Chella lives there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really a lot. cute, though. God helps. A lot? God's house. <laughs> Our house. In the middle In of... In the middle of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's a good one. That is actually pretty good. Uh, okay. Cool. So Radiant uh, effectively... Averted that potential scene from happening. Oh my god, this is worse than dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than falling up. Yeah, because you don't get to see who is in the, sh- the house. Yeah, uh, look, they'll probably come back at some point eventually. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the rest of your your uh, your trip passes uneventfully. Um, do Ford and Adeline believe me when I say I saw a house in the middle of the sea? Ford absolutely does. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, can mm, I don't think that counts as spells. I was gonna be like, can I use bardic lore and be like, yeah, I know a song about a house in the ocean. <laughs> Do you know a song about a house in the ocean? Is that something that I have to like roll for, or can I just say that I know a song about the house, the house in the ocean? <laughs> Not necessarily. Um, bard bardic lore. Let me look at how bardic lore works. Uh, I have it. Well, the thing is, you didn't you didn't encounter it. No, no. Um, if if I had chosen like maybe great histories of the known world or something, maybe, but it's spell and spells yeah. and magics. So she knows a lot of songs about. Yeah, no, and this 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 thing that Radiant saw was not a magic. Yeah, not the, like Adeline loves folklore, but like I feel like she doesn't know this one. Yeah, no. She's intrigued though. Yeah. But you can still be like, oh yeah, I know a song about this. It goes like, our, our house in the middle of the sea. <laughs> she makes that up for Radiant <laughs> to make him feel better. 
Yeah, I think she believes. No, I think she's open-minded enough to be like that. That sounds cool, but uh, but she's like not like very supportive, I guess. Ford has five conspiracy theories about this already. Um, do you? I mean, I guess you could. Uh, do and does anyone ask Debonair about it? Ooh. Oh, yes, yeah, I yes, Adeline does. So that might actually just be a scene. Do you want it to be a scene? Yeah, it could be. Uh, so so how do, how does this? How do you bring it up? Uh, I think uh, Radiant uh, tells the story about the boat. I mean, the the house in the sea. Um, uh, and Adeline doesn't know anything about how that and and just like assuming that Daria is at least within earshot, turns towards her and like calls out like. Uh, have you ever heard of a of a house in the ocean? Oh. She looks at you and she's like, where did you hear about a house on the ocean? I, uh, Radiant. Radiant said he seen one. Oh, boy. Uh, she, she, like, comes over from where she was, where she where, which was standing uh, impressively in front of the boat. Um, well, that was what she was doing. She was just looking out on the sea. <laughs> and she walks over to where the rest of you are and she kind of leans on the wall next to Radiant and she says, you saw a house in the middle of the sea? Yeah, I saw a house in the middle of the sea. That's going to be a running joke, isn't it? <laughs> Adeline's, Adeline's just like, I, I'm glad you like my song so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, are you sure that it wasn't just the the ocean, the you know, the water glinting off of it, playing tricks on you. Maybe you're. Are you homesick? Why do I keep seeing stuff, and then people keep telling me that I didn't see it? Why is this like a running thing in this quest that I'm going through? I couldn't tell you. I saw the house. All right, all right. Well, there's a couple options on what that could have been. It could have been the god of merchants. Backtrack, backtrack there. Why could it have been the god of merchants? Oh well. Because you don't. Uh, I, one, I don't have a name for the God of Merchants. Does anyone have a name for the God of Merchants? Ooh. Oh. Um, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Leon? Listen, you asked. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it. I do like Leon. Maybe something about Leon. Mm. Uh, Leonos or some, some shit. Anyway, <laughs> he's always been more of a god of trading merchants than uh, of movers, traders, and rather, you know, nomadic. He trades merchants? No. Well, kind of. He trains merchants. Uh, if you can find him, you can convince him. But no, he just, he's got this house on the back of a turtle that floats around the ocean, and if you can find him, he'll sell you anything you could think of. But uh, finding him is the hard part. Uh, or it could be one of his disciples who also tame giant turtles and build their houses in the back of them. How many turtles are there? How many big turtles are there? In the world? Yeah. I'm sure many. I mean, how many kobolds or orcs are there? They're an animal. Actually, I need to know, like, is this a... Are big turtles a thing in this world? Like, do people know about the big turtles? I think oceanic megafon is definitely a thing. Okay, then Radiant isn't like super incredulous about these big turtles. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> yeah. You don't believe in the big turtles? I just I wasn't prepared. Whoa. 
What are you? What are the islands the backs of? <laughs> Not turtles. Giant sea beasts. Giant monsters, though. <laughs> Turtles. That may or may not be turtles. <laughs> How do you know they're not turtles? Did you go and look? I like the idea that maybe this is in-world discourse, where people are like, they're turtles, and everyone else is like, no. They're whales. Yeah. Just it, with could, legs. I mean, they might... They, yeah, they're whales with legs. I hate that. Um, I mean, yeah, it could, it could be that these turtles are are baby versions of the things that become islands. Ooh. Oh, they're babies. <laughs> I'm like, they're babies and they're doing flavor for some dude on a house. They're the god of merchants. <laughs> uh, merchants and sailors and stuff. Different from Chella, because Chella was like a storms and oceanic warriors. Yeah. The, the, not, the part of the ocean that isn't turtles. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's a turtle man. Maybe the god of oceans is a turtle person. The oh god, god. god of merchants. Oh. So we've established that turtles are a race, um, which is very good. On the flip side, he could be a frog, just saying. Anyway. <laughs> he could also be a frog. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. A tur- just because a turtle man riding a turtle is kind of like Goofy and Pluto, <laughs> both being dogs, and it kind of freaks me out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, Goofy is a domesticated dog, and Pluto is a real dog. I hate it. What? Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So, so yeah. So, Debonair is like, man, if you'd seen one of the turtle merchants, we could have gotten some cool stuff. Oh well. Are you sure you didn't imagine it? Because then we could then we could live with without you know the regret that we missed the turtle merchant. <laughs> Radiant is a <laughs> Radiant is about to say. Yeah, I guess I imagined it, but he physically can't lie. Oh. So, I didn't, I didn't, I just looked away for a second, okay? Listen, if he says he saw it, he saw it. No, no, I mean, I I, I believe that he saw it. I'm just sad that we didn't get to see it ourselves. Well, you go up on the crows next, next, next time. Uh, no. Kid. I'm the fucking cat. I'm not a kid. Mm. She looks at Adeline. She looks at Ford. She's <laughs> Ford looks down at Radiant. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, Deep, Miss Deep, Mrs. Deeplore could call me a kid because she's a million years old. But you're probably not a million years old. Thank you. For that. She, if she leaves, Alan would be like, be like, oh, you just came so close to offending her. <laughs> yeah, she does like just walk away to go back and stand impressively at the front of her ship again. Ford goes, uh, you know, I think she'll get over it. <laughs> All right. So, um, so this, that's, that, that was our oceanic voyage. It took 11 days. You got there. You didn't meet any fish people or turtle men. Or frogs. Uh, or frogs. And you have arrived in Stoneport, which is, funnily enough, a port with a lot of stone in it. Is it made of stone, or is it just uh, stone? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like this giant slab of rock that goes out into the ocean that all these uh, ships are moored up against. Or do you want to get in on that? Get a, get a taste? Of what? Of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> this is not in character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was about to say. 
Gradient's easily throwable. <laughs> now this is Mari. Radiant respects for it. And he's although although he is thinking he is wondering if Rock is gonna lick that if a Ford is gonna lick that rock. He is not gonna say it out loud. Ford is not. That was that was a one time thing. <laughs> so okay, so Stoneport it is a it is a port town, one of the one of the I think four port towns in Zoliat. It is made of stone. It is it's so it's like this is not the same sort of stone way that the the dock of the Bastion's Island is. This is like you know this is mason stone and bricks and and then you know slabs that have been like carved up and, and put together. Mm-hmm. And there are like several several that just jut out into the like piers like stone piers. And you see a kind of spread of boats. There's other. Galerian vessels, which you can tell because they have that wood uh, metal like combo going on, uh, and then also the obviously the flags flying. And then there are some like fishing ships that are a little bit more haphazard. They're kind of like like uh, like Chinese ships with where they have those um, like old school like like the like a Chinese junk that has the um, sort of angular, almost like rhomboid sail types mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like the bigger more like single single piece uh sails that like um western ships mm-hmm. have where they, like those ribbed sails and there's um there's uh, like a wide variety of people crewing them but you see like koshaki um captains and and like a lot of koshaki people walk going around and working on these ships a lot of tattoos uh and and like some of those ships are very vibrantly painted. And then there are also Zoliati ships, which are uniform gray, like almost like boxes on water. Mm-hmm. Very, these very simple, like almost like brutalistically simple ships that are, that are aligned in a row on one side. And there is, you know, those are government ships. Um, and it's, but it, other, other than that part, everything is also, is very like kind of mixed together and very vibrant, uh, as you, as you, as the hand in hand comes in. Um, and so you stop at the, at the port, um, you drop anchor and there are people waiting to be like, what's up? What's up with the ship? Who are you here? What, who are you? Why are you here? Uh, are they like, what are these giant robots? <laughs> are they guards? Well, the giant robots aren't. Invisible. Um, yeah, it's like a customs agent and okay. and, and a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, it, you remember, <laughs> you remember uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Which one? The first one. Okay. Yes. With Jack Sparrow, he gets off the boat, and there's like that dude there who's like, "What are you here for?" And he's like, oh, "I need to park my boat." It's basically that. Guy. Okay. Um, it's like a dockmaster who is um waiting, not like not. As soon as you drop the gangplank, but like further up the dock, but so you would have to pass him to get into the city. So how how's how does getting up this boat look like? We're gonna have to get our mechs there some somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a bad suggestion. Uh huh. But hear me out. Can we just pretend they're statues that we're taking to this festival? <laughs> Listen. So here's the thing: is 
you've got to talk to this person. I was just going to suggest we take it to like a quieter port, but that, this also works. There's not a, the thing is, there's not a quieter port. Huh. Is there not even like a, like not a port at all? Like just like, hey, we're on a coast somewhere and no one's around. I mean, you, you could, but that wouldn't, that would be a lot harder to like unload the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, there's, you wouldn't have a, a place to put them. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Well, I can't lie, so I'm out of this plan. My charisma's a one, <laughs> my, so... My charisma's pretty good. I, I'll i do it. I'm I'm a, I'm charismatic, and I can lie if I want to, so... <laughs> I will stand behind you and be helpful. Thank you. Please look intimidating for me. Mm-hmm. All right, so you all just go down this gang plan, or just, is it just Adeline and, and Radiant and, and Ford? Does Daria come with us? I don't know. What's Jameson been up to? Um, yeah, I think Jameson like comes up and is like, "Oh man, uh, that's a that's a custom stop. How? What's the? Oh, what's the what's the what's the plan? Why are, are we lying to why them? Why can't? Why don't? Why aren't we just honest with them and they'll understand that we're here to save Kilnia Purple Meadows? No, 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 no. What if Radiant, you stay here and help? Our good friend Daria unload the boat. How about that? Okay. Oh, wow, that was easier than I thought. <laughs> Ford says quietly to himself. <laughs> um, the, re- the the thing is, Radiant, the, 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 the celestial armature frames are kind of not a thing we we probably want to go advertising. Why not? Because... They're extremely dangerous. But we have them, and we're not dangerous. But they don't know that. But we can just talk to them. Listen, Radiant. Uh-huh? Last time I tried to convince someone I wasn't dangerous, I ended up at holding for a couple of days. Well, I've never been to holding, so... Adeline, have you ever been to holding? Uh, no. See? That's two out of three. Ford still doesn't look convinced. I still think that maybe we shouldn't. What if um, uh, big robots are? She's like trying to find like a way to explain to them to him like um, scary if they haven't seen them before. So maybe we should just keep them on the down low for now. Then how are we going to get them out? We can pretend they're um, statues. But they're still scary. They still look scary. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the, like, if you've seen a, a big statue of a dragon, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be frightened of it because it's a statue. But if you've seen a real dragon, you might be like, oh no, that's a dragon. No, I, no, I wouldn't. Okay, you wouldn't, but maybe like, like a baker would. What about your mom, Radiant? Would, uh, would your mom be scared of a real dragon? My mom isn't afraid of anything. <laughs> Do you know someone who was a fr- Zara? Zara, if Zara saw a real dragon, how do you think Zara would feel? Very scared. Jameson, can you keep him here? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go fix some boat stuff. All right, I'll, I'll go with Jameson. How does Jameson distract Radiant? Um, uh, Jameson is going to be like. I don't know. He's going to keep trying to convince Radiant to like understand <laughs> why you shouldn't tell people you have a giant robot. Aww. Aww. Radiant's argument is like is very like 
we are good, so yeah. people will have to believe us. Pure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the, the, other, the rest of you go down the gangplank and you head down where the, uh, where the, the dock master is. Um, the dock master is, uh, he is Zolyati. He is a human, so he's, he's a member of the structure of Zolyat, which is the government that runs Zolyat now. And he is wearing a uh, light gray tunic and uh, like trousers uh, with black boots and a uh, like a dark gray like cap with this, the insignia of the of the structure on it. And he also has you know, the, the insignia on his chest, like on a like a badge. And you notice the badge he has on the one on his head. They are not like made of metal. Ooh. Uh, they are carved out of stone. I have a question. Uh, with the the items that we got uh, from our uh, Titans, uh, are we, like, compelled to use them, like, the way we were compelled to get them? Like... No. No. Okay. No. I was trying, like... You can use them at your discretion. How do we know what... Do we know what they do? Like, <laughs> did they come with a manual? Mm. Probably not, huh? That's kind of like an instinctive thing. Okay, I was yeah. just like because the the one, the one that I've got is like uh, is about using grace or flattery uh, for parlay, and I was like, if that comes up, I was like, would Adeline do it? Was what I was thinking, <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. she can try. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's like it's like most of most of those are just like it's like a move, right? It's a special move that you get. It's activated by that. Yeah. It's just like it's not within her personality to use grace or flattery because it's it's mm-hmm. is is Javoy Ambrose sort of deal. But but she can mm-hmm. like if she has a sense that that's what it's for, she will at least try. Um, okay. So this guy, yeah, this guy is he is tall and broad with sort of like a ruddy broadish red beard and like gray eyes, and he kind of looks at you all as you come. I look down the gangplank towards him. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, uh, my name's Adeline. Uh, what's yours? My name is Darkmaster. Oh, oh, just far. Oh, good. I thought you. Okay, I thought you were done. <laughs> Farrow, did you say? Faro. Faro. One more. One more again. That's not in character. That's. It's Farrell. It's F-A-R-L. Okay, Farrell. It's like Carl, but with an F. God, when you say it, that it's Carl, but with an F, it gets less serious. <laughs> uh, we, uh, she's like realizing as she's talking, like, she doesn't know boat procedures. So she's like, we have things to take off the ship and, uh, it's all above board. <laughs> um, he... Ha- he opens up this um he's got like this notebook right he's got like a little stone pedestal uh that he has this this big book on that he opens it up to the to the date and he says what is the name of your ship uh the hand in hand he writes it down what was the captain of your ship uh, daria Debonair. mm-hmm he writes it down why are you in Zoyat? Will you be staying? We are attending the Spring Festival. Write it down. Do you have anything to declare upon your arrival to the unified structure of Juliet? 
Long may it stand. We? Just some statues. <laughs> you know? Thank no. you. Thank you, Ford. We have got some statues that we are bringing as a gift. Who are you gifting the statues to? To the... To the... The town of Kilnip Meadows. <laughs> mm, Nick squints at you. And he looks over at um, the guy next to him, who is a who is like another big dude. Uh, this guy's got like just gray hair and a and a big beard, and he is he is obviously like the guard as opposed to the dockmaster. Uh, he's got a he's got a like a mace on his belt and a a musket on his back. And Farrell says, "What is this purple meadows?" And he turns, and the other guy turns to him and he says, uh, "I think it's, I think it's the factory village near South Pillars." And he turns back and he says, "Why does a village need statues?" They're really just decorations for the festival. Uh, Should I roll something? <laughs> Well, what is, actually, yeah, you might, this might actually be a defined danger for this one. Oh. Yes, that's what I thought. Can I, uh, can I stand behind her and look very convincing and in that way aid her? You can try. Um, you also don't have paperwork, unless you do. Do you have paperwork for these statues? We do. <laughs> I doubt it. No, we don't. You do um, have, you do have preparation. Oh, Yes, in that case, oh, like, yes. <laughs> I will use a prep. God, I'm just going to hit charisma and add one. Oh, oh, shit. I'm good, actually. I rolled 13 even without the prep, so I'm so oh, great. So oh, yeah. I failed so much the last time we played that I deserve this. <laughs> you deserve this. All right, so, so uh, Adeline, you, yeah, you, you, what, you pull out these papers and be like, you'll find that you actually have this all taken care of and what are these papers anyway are they forged or do you have like oh a thing i, I feel like they're like like we're going to zoyat so like at least we have like official paperwork like we know we're going to a dock so somebody was like this is what the paperwork looks like so we've got some but the information on the the, the forms is definitely fake like all of it is lies but the like the actual form is legit so it looks good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's good. Okay, it's good that you got this right. Thank God. It's good. Um, <laughs> you uh you yeah, you so you give him this and he's like I still don't know anything about a festival, but uh the paperwork at least is in uh order. Thank you. Fall. And he, he looks he squints he stamps it. It says, careful you don't rock any boats while you're here. What did it dream of it? Well, we're going to be on land, aren't we? <laughs> Adeline, like, shoots for to look like, not the time. Not the time for jokes. Um, and then she just, like, does, like, a heel turn and, like, <laughs> and, and walks back up the, the gangplank, like, gotta report and get away from this man. <laughs> Ford backs away, like, making eye contact with the dude for, like, a little bit, and then turns and walks away. Well, we did it. Uh, and, and Radiant, don't... 
Just don't talk to that man down there when we come off the boat, okay? <laughs> don't say anything. Just, <laughs> just don't. He's very mean, and, and he's got he's got a, a bad attitude. So he he didn't he didn't look super mean. He is. Okay, I won't talk to him. Good, good. Uh oh, th- there is one. There is one um, thing that you haven't that I forgot to mention. That is a thing that's here. Is that there's a lot of Koshaki who are like going around to different ships and like trying to get work. Let's hire a new boy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and actually that 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 that's why I brought was bringing it up now because there is somebody <laughs> who like as you're walking, you hear you hear someone say, "Hey, did you say you're going to Purple Meadows for the festival?" We did. Oh boy. And so you turn and there's this fella who is this kind of like tall, skinny, sort of like Siamese cat, Kashaki, uh, with these sort of like really threadbare robes, uh, not robes, like robes in the way that like a normal, like a, like a, like a, like a jacket and, and trousers and like that. They're kind of Clo- like patchy clothes. threadbare. Clothes. Clothes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's got, he's got sandals and he is like, hey, wait. So you're not you're not shipping out. You don't need a sailor, do you? Nope. Well, do you need a do you need a Koshaki guide? I do a lot. You know, I'm very I'm very you know I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. I have an unwavering sense of direction to the place that we're going, but but do you know the local roads? I know all the local roads. <laughs> Let's any he, he um like stretches out a hand and he's got these like kind of uh, ragged like bandages on his hands. I like to he holds out his hand to to shake. He goes, "I'm Pachari Walker. It's a pleasure to meet you." Adeline shakes his hand. Could you spell that for for us, please? Yeah. P o p o t c h a r i. Okay. Walker. Uh, he's just like kind of lanky dude. Um, he's got like a walking stick, uh, and like he he kind of like pushed his way past. He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm a." I'm actually norther. I'm I'm from uh, I'm from a little north of South Pillars, but I'm a you know kind of a rambling man. I I go where I want. I, I, I you know I, I work where I need to 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 you know fill the old belly. And he pats his stomach, which is you can see a couple of ribs. Aww. yeah. How much do you charge? Well, and he looks at you. He sizes you up. And he says, "How about this? Uh, you feed me on the way there." Make sure that nobody uh, beats us up. And I won't charge you anything else. Huh. Yeah, I can do that. Fantastic. Awesome. 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 Uh, so you got some statues or something? He's like kind of looking looking around you. Yeah, they're on the boat. They're a little they're a little large. Oh, okay. Big statues. Uh hey. Uh quick question. Um as we're stepping as we're, as Radiant is stepping out of the boat, um just a quick sidebar. What here is evil? <laughs> um, how far does that extend? I don't know. Let me go look at. Let me go look at the moon. Oh, you should do that on Nemo next time. Where do your Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> um, what here is evil? Um, here it is. When you uh, pray for guidance, even for a moment, and ask what here is evil, the GM will tell you honestly. That's all it says. Maybe anyone that can see. Yeah, uh, and I guess the the second question, the an important question about this is, what is the what is what counts as evil? Is it a law? Is it according to the precepts of uh, your religion? 
Is it like some weird nebulous, like what does Chella think is evil without actually explaining why? Yeah, but then we get into the territory of like, what does Chella think is evil? Which is tough because Chella doesn't, I, I, I really want to keep it as like Chella doesn't tell you anything yeah. directly. Uh, so I think maybe along, according to your personal code. Okay. We'll do for this. Uh, Radiant's personal code is very um, Cape Comics. Okay. No one. Like criminals are evil, bad guys are evil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're worried about Pachari, nothing. You don't get any evil vibes off of him. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. He's like he's so he's got like that kind of like like a whitish gray coat with like a dark gray face, and he's got a very very bright blue eyes. He's a very he's very smiley, despite being. Uh, Looks like he's like half starved. Oh, is he like young, old? Like, what's the? It's cut. It's really hard. It's honestly really hard to tell. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's so sad. Uh, yeah, the only really read you can get off of him is he's like he's like he could really use a good meal. Can we go buy him a meal? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to? Do you want to like while you're in Stoneport? Um, like stop at a restaurant or something <laughs> yeah yeah what's like is there like a local like hole in the wall place uh i think you asked Pachari. he's like i know just the place uh and he do you leave jameson and daria to unload the the stuff they have like a crew right we can go collect information about the festival that's what we're doing <laughs> Opera heads. yeah <laughs> adeline to be fair would probably like ask daria if it was okay <laughs> Uh, I think four is just like I'm gonna get this guy a meal. We could always unload later. It's not like you know, it's fine. It's not like this mission is important or anything. <laughs> <laughs> the dude looks hungry. <laughs> he does look hungry. Uh, I think you offer to get him a meal, and his like whole face lights up. Aww. He's like hell yeah, and it's like, are you, but are you sure you don't need to like load your stuff right now? You got like stuff, right? Eh, it's not going anywhere. Do we have like, s- do we have like snacks or stuff on the ship? Yeah, you have like jerky and rations and stuff. Yeah, I shove a bunch of that at him. Um, awesome. Um, you turn around and it's gone. And he goes, ah, oh, I really hit spot. All right, uh, let's go. And he and he helps you. And and so it takes like an hour or two because um, they are heavy and you got to like load them onto stuff. What are we loading them onto? Yeah, exactly. How are we transporting these big robots? That's a good question. Um, is there, like, carts or something that we can hire in town? Yeah. Very large carts. We're going to need maybe, like... There are wagons. But, like, very big wagons. Pulled by what? Uh, here, there are these, like, big oxes. Can we... Can we go a higher... Or, like, I guess, grab some oxen carts? Yeah. Um, and then get this poor dude a meal along the way. Yeah. I think to Ford it's just very important because he's definitely, um, he's definitely made some not this good decisions and probably ended up where this guy's been once or twice. Aww. So he's like, okay. Adeline also like is like, yeah, I know what it's like to be hungry because I haven't been paid in a bit. Like, yeah. Um, I think Pachari Pachari can also tell you where, um, like a like a good merchant is for that kind of thing cool yeah 
We unload the unload first, maybe, and then the okay, we're gonna go organize some carts. You get them, you get them at least under the under the like. You take them over to the docks yeah. area, like the like a like a where a bunch of like crates and uh, stuff are. Are they covered with anything, or are they just out there? Very very big tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sheets. Yeah, you, you stitch some sheets together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because my next question was gonna be if they're uncovered, how many people are just like staring at these robots? <laughs> they're very big. So the robots. Are they, are they, they're not, probably not standing, right? Like, if they were inside the boat, they were probably like crouching or something. So, like, I was, yeah, I was thinking that they were probably like crouched or curled up, like if you were like curled up and hugged your knees. Yeah. Oh, I actually thought it was just lying down. Just lying down. We just stacked them horizontally. No. (laughs) But like, so at least they're not, if they're like crouching, uh, at least they're not like full height. Like, what is Mm. under that Mm -hmm. sheet? That sheet is so (laughs) tall. Um, but yes, uh, let's go get some new pets. <laughs> I think I think you do like when you get you get them over to the to the to the shipyard. You like catch Prochari like kind of peeking under the tarps. Hey, uh, with his tail. Hey, flicking. don't don't do don't what? do that. Don't. What's wrong? It's what? Hmm? Um, not your concern. Just the statues. Don't uh, as long as you don't ask me what they are. I thought they were for the festival. They are for the festival. Like, just, like, hand... They're not, hand they're over, not no, no, for the festival. No, hand over Radiant's mouth. <laughs> like, yes. Are they, for, are they like, like, a surprise? Yes. I mean, Radiant, they are for the festival. Radiant, they're to help the festival, right? Yes. There we go. They're to help the festival. One of one of, one of Pachari's ears twitches. Hmm. Wait. Well, that sounds pretty neat. Yeah. It is. Uh, we'll, we will show you them later. It's just not out here on the docks. <laughs> um, you know where to, to get uh, ox cars? Yeah. Come on. Uh, and it goes, um, and it leads you through this town, which is this kind of like, it's this big, it's not, like, I guess it's like half up between a town and a city, but it's very um, developed because there are paved roads and they are very strong roads. Like, it's like a very, there's not, they're not winding. These roads are straight or they curve and they are like a grid. And it's very easy to figure out how to, how to go places. It's like five streets vertically, five streets horizontally, and they only go straight lines. So like New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The structure is extremely big on efficiency. Um, and so yeah, Pachari takes you to this, uh, not a hole in the wall. It's, it's, it's sort of near, um, if you go along the coast a little further into the city, Past the actual docks, there is a uh, transport uh, shop. Uh, do you think it's a? Do you think that this is part of? Uh, do you want to go to a government shop or do you want to go to like a personally owned shop? Ford prefers personally owned shops, just okay. like as a person. <laughs> Radiant doesn't have a preference. Um, he's he's too much he's too much of a hick to understand like. That governments can be bad. Like any good oh. conspiracy theorist, Ford mistrusts the government. <laughs> so yeah, so he brings you to this place um, called uh, it, it, it's a, it's called a single step. Um, every great journey begins with a single step. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. There's this sign. It's like hanging above the the start the shop. Which is like a, a, it's like a paw print on a, just on, with the, with the name on it. It's a real good place. It's, uh, it's mom and pop, you know? It's not, it's not, you know, that stuffy government bureaucracy shit. 
So yeah, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all go in, and there is this kind of old uh, Kushaki guy. He's very. Uh, this one is a um, sphinx cat. Hmm. <gasps> he's a hairless cat. He's got these uh, gold frame, gold rim glasses. I love him. A circular sort of wireframe. Says, I heard the bell. Who's in my shop? Hello, uh, sir. We're looking for uh, for some carts. Oh, big carts. Big carts. I can see why he would need a big cart because he's very big. But you're very small. Are you sure you need the same but size cart? <laughs> but it's not for it's not for us. It's for our mechs. It's it's I for <laughs> our statues. <laughs> Let's see. Um, and he, he, this, this fellow is named, um, Tom Dodondon. Uh, and he's, he's like a bit old, he's a skinny old man. Uh, and he, this, it's, it's kind of like a car lot, right? Cause there's like wagons and, and, and different size carts and stuff. And he says, how, how large are the things you're needing to move? How large is your largest cart? <laughs> Uh, we are transporting some large statues, uh, so strong oxes, big carts. Strong oxes, big carts with the big muscles, I see. Yes. The carts have muscles? No, the, the oxen have muscles. You're a strange young boy. I'm an adult, first of all. <laughs> I'm really sorry that I keep having people call you kid. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Good running gag. He is very small. Okay. Okay, I think I've got. I think I've got something for you. Uh, and he and he goes out into the in the back and he says, "Where are you? Why didn't you follow me into the back of the shop?" <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like following. It's a big. I can't. I can't carry it back over there. <laughs> and like goes follows him. I'll. Uh, I'll. I can help carry. <laughs> No, you, it's a very big cut. I'm very fun. large. Okay. <laughs> um, we go out and there's this backyard where he has these very big, fl- like flatbeds, uh, like a flatbed cart. That's what I was imagining. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he says you probably need two oxen for this. Oh, these uh, oxen are strong. They're very strong. Um, they're not also they're not normal oxen. They're like oh. fucking. They're like huge. Ooh. Uh, uh, they're like uh, if you've ever played Fallout New Vegas, they're like bighorners. Uh, played what? Fallout New Vegas. Ah uh, no, sorry. Uh, no worries. Good. Basically, bighorners are just. Are huge. they like like elephant sized or like rhino sized? Uh, probably closer to rhino sized than elephant. Ooh. Size. Big boys. Big boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mean, uh, I want to ride one. I get up on one. Yeah, they're, they're basically like, yeah, they're very big, uh, very big oxes, oxen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bad with with pluralization. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, and he says, so uh, with with the oxen, and uh, I think one of these carts could carry two mechs. Okay. Okay, so we okay. need yeah. If, yeah. If we'll take were, two cards. If they were two cards. Should we 
Do we have like other stuff that we need to take? Oh, oh, there'll be broom with uh, yeah on the second cock. So I'll yeah, one exactly. So two um, should do it. And so, so wagon, wa- uh, so in the Dungeon World book, a wagon is listed at one hundred and fifty coins. Oh boy. There's if we each pitch in fifty. <laughs> um, we need two wagons yeah, and four. We need ops. two wagons. That's Oxen. all our money. That is all our money. Um, <laughs> do we have funds from? Uh, can we yeah. use? Can I use a hold? I guess. Um, as like Magdalena deplored. Money. Ba- yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um. I mean, like, this is if deepful. maybe Morgana Deeplore gave us, um, you know, funds for the trip to buy, you know, stuff well, to transport. She paid you the money she paid you. Oh, that's true. She paid us money. She paid us money. Yeah. Yeah, she paid us money for, like, do, for, it's- like, being titans. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't pay us to, like, get here. No, she said you gotta figure out how to get there. Oh, that's that um, money was. She full, established, huh? yeah. Well, she that money was your payment. Um, so Galeria, you can move around mm. with, move around the, the mechs with. But since you're in the solar yacht, she does not have the inroads here to establish right. to to organize that transportation. Hey, can um, I? Hey, uh, can I? Can I do? I am the law. Oh to no! To get a discount. Uh. So there are probably. Better ways to do that. I was gonna, I was gonna ask if there's like something we could do to help him out in his shop, so that we can borrow the carts and bring them back. Listen, this is my only charisma move. I don't know anything else. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you've rolled, you've rolled a lot already. Yeah, yeah, two. yeah. Um, I can. I still think using a listen. prep to be like to Magdalena, like this is not enough money for the net, like the carts that we need. Like we're going to need to hire things. Uh, to move these and being like, now we have like a mission fund that tracks to me. Cause, okay. But all right. Um, if that's the case, maybe there's a role for that. Yeah. Right. Uh, who wants to do it? Is it Ford? charisma? Yeah, Ford. It was your it suggestion, to, but it would be to convince her <sighs> that you would need to. You would need that. Man, I mean, I'll that roll it. Like it might- but. Might be a parlay. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll roll it, but my charisma's minus one. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm not telling you to roll it. No, I can, um, I can I, do it. Oh, writing, do it. I yeah. Like, I like no, no, the idea of I was going to volunteer, but know, like, I, I have a reason you, to. Addie or Radiant, one of one of you talk to her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, Addie, I'll do it. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you can still you can still expand Ford's prep to do this. Okay. Yeah. So okay, uh, that uh, Adeline can make I'm the just roll. Gonna... Oh god, a twelve. I'm just hey. so great. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> nice. Actually, Ad- okay. Adeline's like yeah, I- so, I've traveled so... a lot, and the size of these mechs, like we are going to need some significant transportation funds for this. Um, not that you haven't already been generous, okay. but. Uh, and she, uh, yeah, she gave you it, obviously. Um, so yeah, so I'll knock a hundred coins off of that price. So that's three hundred 
minus that's 200 uh, yes <laughs> i can do math listen um um 200 divided by three is gonna give be a weird number i have a calculator no i mean it might be like a one of them long numbers yeah it's like 66.666 um um radiant will give more because um i don't think low tide uses money i uh, think low tide is a barter system nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah ford's willing to pitch in like 50 to 60 probably radiant pitches 80 oh okay here's the thing um is you're counting this out and he like looks at it what is that uh it's money no not money here don't you have any any credits credits do you have a local exchange place where we can exchange money yes it's that way any points we'll be we'll be right back sir thank you for your time and your patience all right my back is bad you see i can't go and do it myself this is my back. <laughs> his back is bad says pachari <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we don't necessarily have to play it out like as a scene but yeah you ha- you head over to this to the exchange house you you have Galerian dollars, which are gold coins, and you swap them out for Zoidari credits, which are bars of clay. Is the exchange one to one? Yeah, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck with. with okay, uh, right. That's just oh, here's I'll, here's some gold. You get the exact amount of clay for it. But yeah, uh, yeah all right. <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck with that. <laughs> I would exchange right. Um, but yeah, so, so, well, cause you're in a different country, right? And this is part of being in a different country. So is clay, like, very valuable? Or is this gold not very valuable to Galeria? Maybe it's like uh, paper money in that regard, where it's like on the gold standard or something. Yeah. Uh, but back to this clay money, which mm-hmm. they are these, they are these sticks. They're called, they're, they're called credits, but they're called sticks. Um, and they are, they are, uh, Bars of clay that are that are have lines pressed into them at segments. There are five segments per per, per, per bar, and you can uh, snap off each segment, and those are each a coin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there are also uh, there. That's the the white clay sticks are, are with five coin a piece. Each they have five segments. There's red ones that are with ten coin that have five segments as well. Okay. So basically, yeah, okay. that's, that's what the currency is. I'm just gonna that's, say I have 80 of those now. Yeah, so you have you have eight red clay sticks. Okay. Um, and then that's oh, yeah. uh, that's 60 off of uh, me and um, Addy. Adeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off of Ford and Addy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't, hopefully, that deep dive into into how the coins work wasn't co- complicated i just was thinking about it the other day mm-hmm. no no it sounds thought, pretty solid um yeah i think ford just exchanges maybe all of his money okay uh because i mean they're they're gonna be here for a minute and the cell's already like looking expensive so mm-hmm. you know what's uh what's what's the point yeah, uh, I, I, maybe 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 Pochari is the one who's explaining how the money works to you, uh, so that you know about it in in fiction. 
um, because he lives here. Uh, yeah, so you get, these, you get these clay sticks, you take them back, you buy the you buy the carts, um, and uh, and you have these carts that that you can bring back and load. Um, he's, I think, uh, Tom has uh, kids, like uh, some a couple of workers who are like teenagers. He's like, take these down to the docks and get their stuff loaded on miscreants. <laughs> Just for the record, yeah. on the way back, uh, I mean, on the way back from the exchange, can we have gotten this poor, poor Koshaki some food? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought you were going to do it after you had the cards, but I didn't really at any point. Uh, it just depends on how long you're going to have Tom down to Yeah. I think it's fine. We're foreigners. Stopping at a place to eat as a foreigner is, like, the most quintessentially foreigners thing to do, so... Yeah, we do that. How much does it cost? 